Welcome back to the podcast all about tonsil stones. Still the number one podcast all about tonsil stones. We're your hosts, Kyle Tomman. <coughs> and today we'll be talking in depth about tonsil stones. But first, you know what time it is. It's time for the fan, fan mail question. Wow. Wow. And for this podcast, we just decided let's do a bunch on Twitter. And we we have quite a few sent in. We have a lot, actually, sent in. And I don't know which one to start with, because I'm scared of a majority of them. Uh, mostly a majority of them. <laughs> one of them was from Shand, who, good, fantastic guy, just asked, why do it be the way it is? They don't think it'd be like it is, but it do. But it do. 10 out of 10 response. <laughs> Quickest question we've ever answered. Done and done, easy peasy. <laughs> just do this, like... 133 more times we got a podcast. <laughs> it's all about filling time. That's what these podcasts are about. Just just turn on the mics and ramble. The Go. minute you hit record, it's all about just killing time till it's done. <laughs> Any other fucking fantastical questions you find? Um, What we can do is... Oh, here we go. Here's one from AKA Myself who asks, Hey, Tom, how does it feel to have a JTV veteran badge? Because you and I go way back. Nokia 5, by the way, in case you forgot, and in brackets, again. I did again. I did, Well, the thing is, when somebody changes their username, I have zero memory or attention for it. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> and even when somebody changes, like, the color of their username on Twitch, I'm like, what? I have, I've shared this information with people in my stream where I'm like, I associate you with the vague shape of your name and your color. Yeah. You change one of those, I don't know who you are at a glance. Oh, yeah. There's been a couple of times where um, someone comes in and they're like, hey, it's me. I changed my name. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no. And then I will casually refer to them by their old name. And I'm oh, like, oh, you goofed it. I See, I don't do that. I just completely forget the old name. And I'm like, man, I really wish that that guy would still show up. Like, I just think of those two people as two different entities, whether they are the one entity. And I'm like, uh. Oh. You ever think about how weird it is that our internet handles are the names we choose? And yeah. sometimes they're awful? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, do you, do you remember, like, your first internet handle? I have a handful of internet handles that are awful. Mine? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I can probably share this one, because I don't have that email address anymore. Okay. Where, so... When I was a kid, my parents had Shaw Internet. Oh, yeah. So we classic. had the free at Shaw.ca. Yeah. My first, my first email handle uh -oh. was Yu-Gi-Oh at Shaw.ca. You got it. Y-U-G-I-O-H at Shaw.ca. Oh. oh, that's so hard to use. There was very true story. Mm -hmm. There was a girl I was into in elementary school. Or I guess middle school. Yeah. Um. And she was leaving, and she was exchanging email addresses with everyone. Aww. She's like, "Hey, Kyle, can I get your email?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's 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 Yu-Gi-Oh at Shaw.ca. Why you? You oh, have to put a dash in front." No. She never emailed. Oh yeah, I, that's too hard for anyone to deal with. <laughs> that's when I got home and I changed my email address. There you go. What about you? What's your what's your oldest dumb internet handle? Uh. I can remember my oldest. I don't know if I had a T for years. What, what's that from? That was from me logging into Xbox Live and trying to put in my name. And it was like, that's not allowed. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to do that. Somebody else is taking that. And it's like, would you like to be Tom82? Thomas Jonathan? Tommy Boy? Or by Lobin Manatee. And I'm like, that one. <laughs> I had I had something similar when I got my Xbox. I was like, I don't know what to put for my username. And they had like. They had this like a slot machine for names. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And I pulled it and the username I got was oiled up fruitcake. Wow, that sounds sexual. And I'm like, oh, come on. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I, I didn't end up going with it, but I was so close. And that would have that would have decided my entire Xbox career. Yeah, no, you're stuck with that. I would have been fucking screwed. So many people would like keep their old AOL names and all this other stuff. I don't remember. I, I don't think I had AOL. I was too young for it. Um, I didn't have AOL, but I still I still to this day have my Hotmail. Oh, uh, yeah. Email. So whenever Mine's I log gone. into all my like Microsoft stuff, it's like, here's all my professional Gmail. Here's my current modern stuff. And then way in the corner, Hotmail's like, oh, we don't have your login credentials for Butt Blaster 43 anymore. Can you please re-log back in? Come on back. And I'm like, oh, that's right. It's, it's my fucking email I use for my Xbox handle. 
because oh, they have to use Hotmail. Yeah. Oh my it's god. It's awful. Oh fuck, dude. I what was it? I because I don't think I used AOL at all. Did you have an AOL alternative? Were you just like some I, other thing? I wasn't. I was an MSN Messenger kid. Mm. So all of like the messenger notifications, like little tiny animations you had with it, like that was my era. Okay. And I like that was that was my after school. We hunkered down. I downloaded third party calc- love calculator apps, put girls' names in, and went. Oh yeah. Me and Kathleen have a ninety six percent chance. I because I had something super specific, and I want to tell you, but I don't know if it's still up. Oh, it is. <laughs> Let me double check and make sure, like, I don't have an account on here anymore because I don't remember. Okay, what you can do is you can you can just say it and I'll just censor it. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to say it, though. I just need to make sure I don't have... Whoopsies. ...anything on this website anymore. Because, I mean, it's it's not going to be anything bad, but I is it- guarantee you it's going to be just, like, fucking dumb. Oh, my God. It's No, it's just, like, embarrassing. It's, like, one of those, like, oh, you look back into your old Neopets account, and you're like, oh, look at the things I said. I still think about the, the Gaia online account I have. Oh, no. I, I recently went back into my Facebook account, and I found all the old, like, notes I wrote, and there was one time I wanted to do a webcomic, so I drew a preview of it, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's still here. It's, like, dated for, like, 2008, and I had to delete it because of how embarrassing it was. Oh, no. And side note, I realized for this entire time, my friend went into my computer and he typed my political views on Facebook is the oh. Communist Party of China. What the fuck? And I realized I didn't, I have never changed it until last week when I noticed it. Oh, my good God. So this entire time, my political views have been China. That's fantastic. I love China. I love China's pretty good. Okay. Do you remember Nexopia? Yes, there I you do. Go. For those who are listening, this isn't just like, Oh, this is like a Canadian website. This is an Edmonton alone website. Yeah. It is, I think this is something that exists in Edmonton and was born out of Edmonton. And then I think it moved to Toronto and then it spread across Canada. I, I lived in BC and I knew people who used it, but I'm not <gasps> joking. The actual flair of it is like, yeah. it's a it's a website made in Canada. It's an Edmonton app. And I'm like, what? Or not app. They didn't use app. They said website. Oh, yeah. yeah and it I was, was like, oh, basic. wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And it was one of those things like girls I dated used. And I'm like, I made an account to blend in. That and was the same. It was what it was like. Is that with Gaia online where what? I would log in and go, I don't know what's going on, but the girl I'm into is using it. So I have to use there it. There you go. I the first the first phone number I ever got was not a phone number. It was a girl I met on a like a regular transit bus and she was hitting on me and she was like, here's my Nexopia profile. And she wrote it on a piece of paper and gave it to me. And I felt like such a fucking charmer. Like I was like, baller? man, I got that girl's Nexopia. Because I was with my friends and I had to go back to them and go, check it out. Check it out. <laughs> check, check out, out my guys. Nexopia. got this Nexopia from we're, that cutie over there. We're basically dating. Dude, Nexopia was made in 2003 by an 18 year old. And it was designed oh. to be a social media website for Canadians tar- directly for 13 year olds and up. I mean, they got they got their demographic. They did. They that, nailed it. That was me. They got me. What did okay, What did Nexopia do that other websites didn't? Because my understanding, it was like a blogging website. They had the girls on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding yeah. you. The only reason I had a Nexopia was because I had the, there were ladies that were like, "Add me on Nexopia," or I had friends that were trying to get with women that were on Nexopia. I had, I had an account. Like 14. We all had, we all had accounts on Nexopia because chicks we were into had Nexopia. And I don't know how they got the chicks. What guerrilla marketing campaign did they launch at 14 year old Canadian girls that was like, get on Nexopia right now and also lure the boys in too. Was it because it's like a more, not brooding, but it was more of a teenage friendly MySpace? It was very, yeah, it was in the scene emo era and it was kind of like, yeah, your parents, was, that's parents right. don't know about this one. Yeah, I remember that. Wow. And to be honest, I don't think anyone's parents knew about it. I mean, like, it, it I don't remember there being like a huge... I don't remember what? it being popular enough to have like creepers on it. It did feel like it was just kids on it. I don't, I was going to say, I never hung around there. Like it was the equivalent of me like walking into a room and going, wow, this is a bumping party. And then yeah. they kind of awkwardly walk backwards through the door. And that's <laughs> all I experienced with Nexopia. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh, the girl I'm into is, she writes poetry. That's kind of, wow, that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And then that was it. And I was too scared to do anything else. I mean, yeah, what was it? Because it wasn't even, you didn't even, I don't think you had live chats or anything. It was like no, a it was messaging like system yeah. and a blog. And that was 
it. And maybe some galleries and whatnot, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, forget Man. that. Forget that. I. It, it's just weird to me to look back on it and be like, wow, that is a really fucking specific That's part of my childhood. That's a specific part, yeah. Yeah. I've ne- I have no idea. And the worst part is, when I was a kid, I was my parents were super into like, oh, you got to be secure on the internet. And they hammered it into my head to yeah. always use a fake name, always lie, all the time, never tell anything real. So I don't even know what fucking profile I had. I probably just spat out some garbage and was like, Dragon Slayer Boy 82 <laughs> to this day. But I, it, honestly, it's probably been deleted. I wouldn't be surprised if it's been deleted. I just looked it up, though, on my phone. And t- in 2017, there was a post, just a blog post, or yep. a, a forum message post. It was literally, my boyfriend is fat and ugly. And it's just this, like, again, 14-year-old girl just going, fuck my boyfriend who's fat and ugly. Yeah, that's I'm like, it. it's still, it's still it's alive still going. and thriving. Because that's the kind of stuff I signed up for when I was 14. It's, <laughs> do, you, do you think we can sign up and find girls our age on there? No, fuck no. Wow, that was a quick reaction no. of a no. No, we got to go for the, the older, the elderly man thing now, which is Bumble. Hell yeah. Hey, Bumble's fine. I haven't succeeded in Bumble, if I we're going to be honest. I haven't made a single dating app in my life. I'm, I am, you treasure that dearly. Why? Using dating apps is such a, like, a, an, it's like, not emotionally destroying, but it's oh. very like, oh. Well, I guess you're literally just like putting yourself on a pedestal and being like, look at me, am I worthy? Okay, this is, okay. As much as I want to complain about, like, dating apps and Tinder and stuff, this is going to make me sound like some sort of, like, girls don't like me. <laughs> and, like, it's going to make me label, it's going to oh, label me buddy. as, like, some sort of incel kind don't of thing. Don't do it, then. Oh, we're doing it. Okay. It's not going to make fun of people, but, oh, like, good. Tinder and dating apps kind of teach you that, like, it's taught me that, A, mm. I'm not physically attractive, so oh. people don't immediately swipe, and I'm Eef. not, I'm not interesting personality-wise for people to stick around. You're a big cutie. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. I'll give you a big-ass hug right now. Oh, I bet yeah. you, gotta, you gotta play up your hug game, because you got you got the big hugging body. <laughs> I got where, them big hugs, where, baby. That's where it's at. You gotta play up. That's the, the whole thing. Like, even if you're not fitting in in certain ways, it's all about playing your strengths. It's always, it's always about, like, looking at things that you might consider weaknesses and going, well, it's a weakness in this way, but if I look at it this way, it's a fucking huge strength. Well, it's, it's it the the thing with dating apps. It's it's kind of like it's it's in the same way of like speed dating and online dating profiles, where it's mm-hmm. like you have to be a type of person yeah. to do well there. Like like me, for example. Yeah, yeah. I would consider myself to be fucking awful at first impressions. I'm terrible at first impressions. I'm this fat, schlubby guy that laughs really loud at dumb things. <laughs> I was like, trying to think of the first time you met me, and it was in a hallway, it and was, you just yelled about deadly premonition. Wait, it wasn't, okay, this, this is the best part. It wasn't even in a hallway. It yeah. was in the stairwell yeah. as I'm going home, and you were passing by yeah. me, and I'm like, as you're closing the door, I'm like, I like deadly premonition. And you were like, yeah, yeah that's cool. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that was how Kyle and I first met, and I, and I didn't see him again. For maybe a month. Yeah. That yeah. was the first time I ever met him. It, it's funny because that the time the time I was in my life at that point was like, I have to make more friends. Well, it worked. And then, <laughs> you charmed me. You reeled me in. And it was just me, like a high school boy yeah. yelling, I like to the premonition also. And yeah. you're like, that's cool. And then nothing from I him. was so concerned. I was like, who the fuck was that? Because <laughs> when somebody comes at me like that, I just assume, oh shit, I need... I should know who that is. Yeah. Like, they, they were pretty personable. Did I forget somebody? What the fuck did I do? It's, it immediately goes into my headspace of, like, oh, I fucked up somehow. <laughs> well, yeah, because it was funny, because, like, it wasn't until way later that I'm like, hey, you're the deadly premonition guy. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even know if you remember me from that. Nope, still do, because yeah. it's one of those moments that stands out. It's just like a, oh, fuck just happened. It was like a drive-by. <laughs> I would consider I would consider all of my like what I would consider my modern friends. Mm. All of them have weird dumb stories of like, I'll do this dumb thing and somehow it sticks in a really yeah. really stupid way. Yeah, so it stands out. I guess my point is that mm. like dating apps like Tinder and Bumble don't work like that in my favor. Oh, it's like like to me those apps are all about like, hey girl, check out my picture of my abs. Yeah, I like the picture of your dog. Want to go to this sweet coffee your shop that dog. I know? Kyle, it's the boobs. <laughs> I like your uh 
hair. <laughs> That's nice. I like the smell of your personality. <laughs> I can taste it through this app. <laughs> the fuck is this called? I You've yeah. got well-groomed teeth. <laughs> I can see you brush them with the comb. You've got sparkly tonsils. <laughs> oh my god. I yeah, no. I there's something sleazy about dating apps where it's like you just you just got to throw yourself out there. But In on a top way, of it, it's, it's just yeah, it's, I, I'm, I'm not that I'm not the shallow like I I don't know if I can be shallow enough to do that where I can put myself yeah. on a pedestal and not get emotionally invested or I can't just like flick through people's lives and dispose of them like nothing. It's it's a little yeah, it's a little hard. You have to get into this weird mindset. Like like even with people I've been matching with lately, it's hard mm-hmm. to have a con- like an ongoing conversation. Oh yeah. So I have learned to kind of stop caring. The most recent person I've matched with, and we've been talking for a while, Ooh. I started the conversation. Like the per pictures were just like they're really nice pictures. And then there's a picture of like a dog and a giant lizard. Ooh. And, and when I matched, normally because you're supposed to be like, "Yo, hi, I'm Blink," or "Hey, I blah 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 blah." You say that's a fucking big lizard. I straight up went. Whoa, you own a fucking lizard? What's that like? That's a fucking great icebreaker. Because I'm sure so many guys go at her with like, hey, how you doing? And yeah, it's and so far all of our conversations is me being like an idiot where it's like, your dog's adorable. And she's like, thanks, it's a deaf dog. And I'm like, how the fuck do you train a deaf dog? <laughs> That's cute at least. It's been shit like that where it's like, yeah. yeah. It's harder to get in on that one. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. It's it's all about getting past the icebreaker, I guess. Yeah. I just I think I'd be a a bumble boy, a b- which bumble boy. bumble boy. I because yeah, I don't I don't enjoy the shallowness and disregard of Tinder. And if I sign up for Bumble, I've been told again I haven't used either of these things. But Tinder's the one where you're swiping for people. Yeah. Both sexes are swiping for people, and then if you and the person you've swiped both swipe each other just by happenstance. Then you get to chat. Yeah. And then Bumble, the guy just doesn't have to do any of that. Well, the bump, the for, for Bumble, the guy still has to swipe. Oh. But it's if when they match, the girl has to be the one who has who starts the approach. That way it's oh. not a guy who's like, Hey sugar babe, nice tatas. Nice beans. And it's it's and and then <laughs> Yeah, you can upload some pretty cool photos to Bumble. <laughs> anyway, big to Bumble. Fucking Christ. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so it's it's supposed to take the pressure off of women by making them do the first approach, rather than yeah. getting pressured by guys being like, "Hey, hot stuff. How's your how's your twi- sweet legs?" Yeah, ugh. I. Yeah. The thing is, they they pro- the female in that situation has to instigate the conversation. Is there still the expectation of, "Hey, the guy should hit on me"? Or is that gone? Because that's what I want gone. It's well, there, it's. I want it to be an equal playing field for once. You still, you still need to like, you still engage in the conversation. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, it's still you still get to the same spot. It's just that for Bumble, the woman, the woman has to start the conversation. That's good for better least. or for worse. I I like that at the very least. <laughs> yeah. But I thought it was. I thought it was literally just you put your profile out there, and then ladies get to swipe you. No, you still. And then you, you just kind of sit there and go. Well, whatever. No, you, you, you still have to, you still have to Fuck. swipe. I wanted to have no choice in it. I really just wanted to throw my hat out into the sea and be like, you could, know, somebody might see you me. You could literally still do that and just swipe yes for everybody and just yeah. see what comes out your way. That's true. That you would could be, still do that. I'm tempted to just for like the interesting conversations. Yeah. You're like, oh, look, a story. Yeah, yeah oh. I thought about that too. Yeah. 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 Listening to the podcast all about tonsil stones. Uh, we've lost track a little bit, but uh, let's grab ourselves a question to kind of refocus and yeah. bring that conversation once again just back to tonsil stones. <laughs> right back into it. Right back into tonsil stones. Don't even mind the smell. Um, let me see. Oh shit. This is an okay one. All right. How much hard liquor do you consume on a daily basis? None. Yeah, none. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, if I'm picking something to drink, 
it's gonna be hard liquor because my goal is get drunk i don't give a shit about beer i am a i am a featherweight so i never drink oh that's my problem fair enough okay so it's like oh i like to be a fun guy but no drinking is actually a very very much a rarity for me so because i have that sweet sweet asian genes of like a teaspoon will mess me up good <laughs> and i'm dead there was, i did a stream where i was with fuad and i was like yeah screw it i'll drink for this one why mm. not and i made myself a rum and coke but i didn't know what the proportions were i'm not joking i probably one to one I probably filled a quarter of the cup with Coke and the rest with rum. Oh. I got ruined on that show. Yeah, that would it do it. It was the absolute worst. Oh, buddy. <laughs> well, that's... No, drinking's not that. Not a, not a, not a big thing for me. Uh, <laughs> I've got another great question right here uh, from Lou Venomu, most yep. likely. How do you guys feel about analvor? I have a genuine question. <laughs> sure. I know, what's the... So... <laughs> We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get explicit all up in here. Oh, I got ready. Eighteen what, plus. What what is the difference between anal and anal vor? Because vor to me is is ingesting or yeah. eating something. Yeah. But that's what you do with anal. Yeah. And why isn't butt chugging called anal vor? Why am I not anal voring all this alcohol? I am referring to anal sex from now on as butt chugging. <laughs> I'm gonna butt chug your penis. <laughs> Damn, baby, gonna butt chug you. <laughs> Oh, you're good. No, you can't say, but I want you to butt chug me. Like, it's them that has to do the butt chugging. You gotta do the butt chugging. That's the most disgusting. Like, <laughs> anal sounds so much sweeter so than butt chugging. <laughs> anal now sounds romantic. I, yeah, that's laying out the roses. If butt you, chugging if, is falling asleep and just doing whatever. If you want, okay, if you want to trim that a little bit, we can just shorten it to chuggins. Chuggins? It sounds like a mom and pop diner that when got too big. When you and I big. get home, we're gonna chug it. <laughs> That's like the worst we code word. We best be chuggins. Uh oh, here comes chuggins. Here comes Jesus. <laughs> Think of the mascot for chuggins. Oh no. Oh, chuggins does sound like a family diner. Yeah, yeah, like a Denny's, like something that's just. Welcome like to chuggins. Have cheesy. a grand slam special. <laughs> a grand slam. <laughs> a grand slam at chuggins. <laughs> oh. You don't want to eat it. Say what you will about Chuggins. They got good holiday sauce. <laughs> Just be sure to tip the strippers. <laughs> I'm going to... Okay. Combination breakfast restaurant <laughs> strip club. Okay, you say that. I have been to a strip club in San Francisco mm -hmm. where their specialty is a fried chicken buffet at lunch. Oh, my good God. It's the only restaurant I've ever been to where I had to pay a cover charge. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. It was pretty okay fried chicken, too. I don't know if I want to trust a world or a room where they serve food that I ingest and also have naked people. I'm... What are the chefs doing back there? They're, they're on poles, frying <laughs> and spilling oil everywhere. Wee. Oh, God. I don't want to think about that. I can only ever think about the chef just being like, oh, got to adjust my erection and then being like, okay, time to mix I the salad. I have to adjust my erection and then <laughs> I fix the salad. <laughs> I just, I'm a worst case scenario kind of guy. I'm like, I don't trust food. From a strip club. Like, it's just not... They're not rubbing, like, the chicken in the dollar tips, Tom. I not... no. It just feels so unhygienic. <laughs> They're also not cooking the chicken on the stage. I know. That's why I said the chef's touching his array. <laughs> He's so backstage and peering out through the little window going, damn, that's hot. Oh. Can, you, can you imagine, like, now my pants are can you imagine tight. a flip scenario where... You're watching chefs cook, and you're like, damn, baby, you cooked that chicken, and you <laughs> toss them dollar bills. <laughs> oh, fuck, it's in the fryer. Oh, no. <laughs> Get it with your teeth, baby. And he has to go in face first. <laughs> no. Would you like to go in the VIP room, and I make you an omelet? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is fucked up. I hate this. I hate chuggins. I'm never going. <laughs> Fuck Chuggins, dude. Oh, Chuggins is gonna shut down within a week. Oh, for sure. Oh, God. You have a question? I don't. I can't think of anything to go off of Chuggins. I, in a way, I'm just like, I want Chuggins to die. I want Chuggins <laughs> I, to go away. I, I want this fictional restaurant to go out of business. I want, it, I want it to cease. It goes bankrupt when I stop thinking about it. All right. I've, I've got one here from Leon who asked, Hey, what's your favorite burner on the stovetop? 
What? Out of all the burners on the top of your stove, which one's your favorite? Oh, I thought you were talking about stovetop, like the easy mix food where you're no. like, stovetop hash browns. I don't know. I usually pick the one nearest to me. I'm pretty lazy. You don't pick, you don't have a preference between front right and front left? Probably front right, but that's entirely because of how my stove is placed. Because I have a wall to the left. Do you really? Well, I don't have a wall. It's a counter. Like, there's a counter to the left, and then there's a flat. This is the worst. <laughs> this is the worst fucking question. <laughs> what kind of stove do you have, Kyle? I have a stove with four burners. <laughs> Actually, mine has like a fifth burner in the middle. It's supposed to be like the warming station. Ooh. And it's a button. <laughs> Oh, I haven't used it yet, and I don't know what it does. I if I I would actually fucking kill for that because I've made hollandaise sauce, and you need to keep it warm, so I have to pop it over to the microwave or the oven, and just like not touch the heat and just can't leave you, it there. Can't you just like leave it on the stove and like put it to like really low? No, it'll burn. Oh, or no, 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 it won't burn. It'll separate. You just got to keep it warm. You just don't want to cook it unevenly. You need to keep it like. Anyways, okay. Have you ever used a gas stove before? Yeah. Fuck yeah. They feel so hazardous, but they're also like, oh my god, I can cook so good with this. They're they are pretty radical. Look, I've never the, fucked up food with the a ones, gas burner. The ones I still hate are the ones with the electric coils. I hate those. Right, isn't that the one you have already? No, mine's uh, mine's one of the glass tops. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I have the electric coils that are like metal. Yeah, I hate those. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, they're, they're, to, me, they're, to me, to me, that's the bottom, the the low tier of the yeah. stovetop ovens. No, I agree. Ugh. Gas is still my favorite, although I like glass tops because I like to clean them nice and like pristine. Yes. Oh my god, I would kill to have one just because I'm like, I am so fucking tired of taking those stupid coils out and then like scraping the grits from in there and being like, oh, I spilled some shit. Yeah. And, and then washing it and then slotting it back in. It's like, if I had a glass, it'd just be like... It's the best part about glass, honestly. Uh. But then... Then there's a part of me where it's like the next time I cook, I'm like, am I heating, accidentally heating up these chemicals on this glass and I'm smelling it now? But well, I don't want to think about that. That's, I mean, that's, that's just how it is. I mean, I, lose, I leave cleaning solution behind when I'm cleaning the, the well out in one of those stupid coil ones. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, huh? I'm a microwave man myself. Microwave dinner for one. Just gonna microwave this chicken. Okay. Microwave a full egg. I'm gonna I'm gonna expose myself for asking this question. Uh oh. What's the most bachelor thing you've done when cooking? Like, what's the what is your go? Like, what has been your top tier? This is a super shitty move. People cannot know I did this to cook. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> I don't think I have one. Okay. Like, I, I hate to be, like, a well of disappointment. <sighs> the closest I've ever got was a coworker said, oh, dude, you got to cook ramen and put butter in it and a slice of American cheese on top. And I was ah. like, that sounds fucking disgusting. And he made me do it. And I, <laughs> and I tried it, and it was awful, and I hated it. It was... <laughs> That's I, the that's the most bachelor thing I've ever done. I thought your I think story was gonna be like, I, and I turned out I loved it. But your flat story of I no. made it, I know it was like it was like <laughs> I didn't want to, I made it, I didn't like it. Yeah, I don't like shit food, which really sucks. Fair. What Fair. about you? I assume you have a story to lead into, and I'm sorry I, I can't back you up on it, bud. So one time I bought dinner at West End Mall, mm -hmm. and at the time I didn't drive, so I'm like, I have a huge craving for Vietnamese soup. Yum. So I bought Vietnamese soup. I took the bus home. Mm -hmm. When I got home, it was cold. Oh. And <clears throat> the way they do takeout for Vietnamese food is like, hey, if you have slices of beef because it's raw, you're supposed to cook it in the soup. So I'm like, I combine it. It's not going to cook. Yeah. And that sucks. So the smart person would think do would have been put the soup into a pot, pot yeah. boil it. Yeah. What did Kyle do? I opened my Keurig coffee maker. What? How did you fit the soup in it? I poured just the broth into the Keurig machine where the water tank was. Oh. And then I ran a bunch of cups of coffee. Oh. <laughs> and it boiled the water. boiled the soup broth in the Keurig machine. What was stopping you from doing any other option? It seemed so much easier at the time. That's the worst. Did you ruin your Keurig? I cleaned it out. It, it tasted it tasted a little beefy for the next couple cups, but I had it was a feeling fine. it would. It's still fine. It's it pretty bad. I know that's probably my epitome of like this is the saddest thing. No, no, you topped it. You topped my ramen story. <laughs> I didn't even want to do my ramen story. The other stories I have are like, oh, I dropped some food and then I was like, well, I'll just brush it off and eat it. 
but that's about it. That's the most bachelor thing. I haven't done that in years. Yeah, fair. Like, fair. I did that when I was in high school, and I was like, mm, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Make yeah. good soup. <laughs> Heated up that soup real good. Yum. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, okay. So, this one's from Chief Chief, who asks, I love that guy. What is one childhood memory that actually existed, but the more you think about it, it sounds like a fever dream? Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, I. Uh. Yeah. I mean, because I, I had I had a time where I was I was like probably three or four or super 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 young. I don't remember this at all. Sort of. And mm -hmm. apparently I was throwing my ta a tantrum, and my dad didn't want me to, so he kind of just held me, and I just thrashed around enough and broke my fucking arm. Jesus. Which is just like as a new parent, my parents were probably like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. But also now. As as a young man, I think back to that memory, which I don't have, and I can see the room and my dad holding me and my arm breaking, but I don't see it from my perspective. I see it from the doorway, which makes no sense. So it's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent a false memory, but it's just like my brain crafted that at some point in my youth when my parents told me about it, and it's just there now. I don't like how you have this third person view of your own memories you don't have any third person memories i don't i honestly don't like even when i dream i dream in first person really i have yeah. a, i have a couple third person memories for me on a roller coaster which make no sense yeah yeah anytime yeah. you have a third because people have third person memories and they're like yeah that's just a false memory like it's an event that probably happened to you but it's probably somebody told you about how that happened to you and your brain just went oh that must be true and crafted it I don't think I, yeah, no, I think, I don't think I've ever had a third person memory. All of mine are first, okay. <clears throat> which is a nightmare scenario. Yeah, I can surmise, I can surmise that. Jesus. Yeah. Now you don't know which memories are false. That's my problem. Oh, so, no. So for a good while, I, when I was a kid, I used to have this terrible crippling fear of being left home alone. No. Not due to anything. I just didn't like the idea of being alone. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, my, even when I was a kid, I had this early memory of waking up in the morning. Getting up and my, I had like a bedroom window that overlooked the garage, like on the top of the house where the garage was. And I have this vivid memory of looking over, seeing my family get into a car and driving off. And I was home alone. My parents and family are like, that's not real. We never did that. Why would we leave you alone? Yeah. And I'm like, but it happened. Yeah. And to this day, I still have that memory in my head, but it never happened. Yeah. But I still have this weird deep yeah, fear of everyone I wake up and everyone I know leaves me. Wow. <laughs> that's scary as shit. Yeah, and it's from a memory that as a kid, apparently I made up. I mean, you probably saw a movie and were like, this is what happens. I okay, you know. Is it like a cinematic shot where you can see the back of your head and the car just pulls? No, it's out? first person. It I, okay, I specifically okay. remember it's first 100%, person. Huh? Okay. Yeah. I I also <laughs> This one's gonna make even less sense. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what movie it originates from, but do you know this this famous movie scene where like it's a, it's some guys in the middle of a wheat field in a little clearing, and then a prop plane goes and it flies down and it shoots it shoots at them, and they have to like dive out of the way. That sounds like that one Simpsons episode with Sideshow Bob. Kind of. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Some some old movie did that where it's like yeah, in the distance you see a prop plane flying toward the camera, and they start it starts shooting at them. Yeah. To dive. Yeah. Yeah. There, I I remembered. there is an episode of The Simpsons where Marge has a memory of when she was a kid and that happens and she's screaming as the plane is shooting at her. Uh -huh. Terrified me as oh, a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for some reason, I have this very specific fear of being in a wheat field, a propeller plane coming in and shooting at me Jesus. from The Simpsons. From The Simpsons. Jesus. Well, I'm glad I was able to immediately go. So it's like that Simpsons thing. It is like that Simpsons I thing. I wonder why that's so iconic in my mind, too. I'm like, yeah, Simpsons thing. It's probably a reference to some other classic. I guarantee you it's a reference to some mm, movie. Fuck. God damn. I remember I had a memory. This is a dumb one. This yep. is just like me being fucking dumb. Yep. As a youth, as always. When I was, I'm going to say four. Four is my yeah. go to when I would, oh, I'm like that toddler age. And I remember. We got a whole bunch of little sticker planets for my, my room, and you stick them up on the walls. My parents got a ladder and stuck them all up in a row in the order that they're, they're in. And I was pointing at it, and I asked, where does Grandma and Grandpa live? Yeah. And my parents pointed to Mars, and they were like, they live here. And I was like, 
haha yay and i was like my grandparents live on mars and i was and i was taking that as truth and then later i found out wait a fucking minute we don't drive to mars we drive to another city to see them this is ridiculous yeah and then i got mad and for like a couple of years up until 10 or 11 i was <laughs> i was like man my parents just lied to me like assholes and i talked to them about it i think specifically my mom and she said oh god yeah i remember when we were hanging those up yeah you you were really angry about it and i was like why because i asked where are grandma and grandpa here and my parents pointed at earth and i said no no like distance <laughs> and, and they're like well i guess mars because it's like close and and then i was like yay they live in mars <laughs> so so i selectively forgot the part where i oh, outright so denounced their answer and then i totally internalized haha they live in mars this is truth now that's this, dumb I'm a fucking moron. Just outright. My my parents also used to lie to me when I was a kid. My parents was, didn't. Well, I my, thought they did. My my well, my parents did knowingly. Anyway, so when I was a kid and I would always be like, I want to go to this toy store. I want to go to Toys R Us. My parents would bring me up to the sign, point to where it said open, and they're like, no, it's closed. See? Closed. Oh, my fucking and God. Like, oh, dang. That's so sad. Oh my god, what a fucking dick move. They didn't want to go in there. I didn't know how to read. I never knew. Yeah, they tricked you. Now they don't have to buy you a toy. It's Uh smart. It's the cleverest thing to do. My parents just said no. (laughs) I just lied. They're like, no. I mean, that is funny. I think it's funny. I'd have to hold back from doing that if I were a parent. I would really want to screw with my kid and be like, yeah, there's there's, uh, monsters in the toilet, so don't flush it after uh, 12 p.m. That honestly honestly sounds like sleep. It sounds like the fun of having a kid is just to mess with them. It does sound like that, but I really don't want to fuck up a human being's life. Yeah. Just, just for my own slight enjoyment. I remember my my dad used to uh, hide in the basement and jump out around the corner for, in the dark <laughs> to scare sister, the shit out of me. My sister used to do that. Oh, my she, God. She would put on this big, like, like a huge grin, smiling oh, face. Jesus. And she wouldn't jump. She would just sit around the corner and put her head at my eye level. Oh. So when I turned the corner, her smiling face was there. Scared Jesus. the bejesus out of me. I hate that shit. I, yeah, I don't know if I have a fear of the dark now, but I'm like, I, that couldn't have been good for me. No. <laughs> like, I have a fear of, like, weird, creepy porcelain dolls because my sister had a collection of them. Which was the fuck would she have that? She thought it was cool. She likes them. Really? She also... She sounds like the only person I've ever met or heard of that... Would be like, I love porcelain dolls. I thought it was They're elderly like, grandma. It's specifically creepy porcelain dolls. What the fuck? Yeah. And this one time, I, when, I was, when I was a kid, we were going through the mall, and there was like a Spencer's gift shop. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to go in there because it has all the stuff grown-ups like. And my family was like, oh, whatever. Yeah, this just dildos. <laughs> we go in, and my sister found a life-sized version of a Chucky doll. Oh... Oh, that reminds me of a story. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, So yeah. my sister loved it, bought it, and I was terrified of it. Mm-hmm. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I didn't even like the movies. <clears throat> my yeah, dad yeah, used yeah. to have a Chucky t-shirt. Oh. It scared me whenever he wore it. Yeah. So for years of my life, my sister had this Chucky doll that she would put up, and I refused to go into her room because of it. <laughs> and I'm like, no, put it away. And for years, I internally blamed myself because I'm like, I'm the one who wanted to go into Spencer's. <laughs> Dude, I have, when I was a fucking stupid kid, I had a bunk bed. And I also, what? Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, it's just like super behind. Oh, and it's super behind. Sorry. Yeah. And no, also, your channel is nothing and mine is active. Anyways. You, you had an empty bump for a long time while you were talking. I'm like, uh-oh, it's not doing anything. Like right now. Like no, that. it's, again, it's super behind. Like, it's still recording. <clears throat> But it's just slow because okay, there's okay. a delay because we're running. Okay, I'll it. cut it out. Sorry, you're yeah, sorry, guys. When I was a kid, I had a fucking bunk bed. Yep. And I had friends somehow. And <laughs> and I also had family friends. And when family friends came over, I, I had the only other spare bed. Yeah. Because it's a bunk bed. And I had just dolls. I had stuffies and whatnot. And somehow I had acquired a really fucking creepy life-size-esque plushie with plastic arms and face and legs, but stuffy torso of dill pickles from the Rugrats. <laughs> Why dill pickles? 
I don't know. I just why, had it. Why him specifically? I don't know. I just had it. And and what I did is I kept all these other stuffies like either in my closet or at the end of my bed. Yep, yep, yep. And yep. I kept the bottom bunk completely clean except for a couple stuffies in the corner. Yep. And I kept them all kind of just sitting around. And then on the bedpost coming up, I tuck in this dill pickles doll <laughs> and I took two glow in the dark stickers yeah, and yep. put them perfectly over his pupils. <laughs> so so looking at him, he looks like he has no eyes. Oh, I don't which like is that. really creepy. And he's at the foot of the bed. But as soon as the lights go out, all you see are two glowing eyes. And then you turn the lights on and you see no eye dill pickle <laughs> staring at you in your sleep. I hate this so much. I, my friends did not like it. I had two friends that got mad at me. One friend that thought it was hilarious. And I had an aunt that came and stayed. And she was like, this is heinous. She, yeah. was, she can take a joke and she can absolutely joke around. But man, she was just like, this is just dis this is disturbing. It's and I'm horrifying. proud. I'm proud of what you've done. And I'm like, <laughs> Thanks, Aunt. It's so nice of you. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. That's horrifying. Yeah. I didn't realize I was so much of a little brat, but I really was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that. I used I used to do a bunch of, like, dumb stuff, but mo it was mostly over internet stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, I was one of those, like... Control. <sighs> when I when I discovered the phrase shit posting later on in my life, oh, God. I felt like someone just found a word for me. Because I used to do all that shit all the time. So when I was a kid, I didn't really do much because I was a I was a dumb indoor boy who like, played video games and was very stupid. But in my like my teenager years, I was more of like an internet delinquent. <laughs> where it's like <laughs> internet ruffian. One of the things I used to do is, um, MSN used to let you download like optional attachments to do stuff. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I got was the ability. It was a thing where I would click on a person's name, and it copied their username their profile picture and their title and changed mine to that. And then I could press a button and switch back to me. That sounds like hacks, my friend. I was. Did the, you install something for that? It was just some like MSN side add-on thing you can get. And I'm like, hell yeah, hacker man. Hacker man. I, I pulled so many this. stupid pranks on that oh thing. I was like, oh, it was me the whole time. <laughs> That's the worst. I had. This wasn't even, this was like recent. Yeah. This was back when I was in high school and I was a teenager and there was this stupid board game game that we played on Steam and you could do so much with it. So I looked into the commands and you could, this is skeezy. I don't think this should be illegal, but you could upload files to the game that you're playing yeah. and it would automatically download for everybody. Oh no. Yeah. And what I'd do is I'd, I would upload I did this simultaneously because I either macroed it or I just like pasted it all at once I would upload simultaneously an image of who, who's the leader of um oh, like look at this photograph oh yeah no is that? um oh my god Nickelback guy Nickelback guy whatever we'll call him Nickelback guy Nickelback man Nickel yeah man. Nickelback man <laughs> I had Nick so you'd have this game board and we're playing like munchkin yeah and then all of a sudden Nickelback man would pop up as the game board holding a photograph and the photograph is just like I don't know what I replaced it with but it was an image like that and then I would upload a five minute segment of him going look at his photograph and I would force play it on everyone's machine <laughs> and it would happen at the same time and it would fucking kill everybody yeah, I loved that's it pretty good. but also it was so abusable like you could put anything in there and oh, I never yeah. shared how to do that I was like no this is I don't want anyone doing this to me I just wanted to do it once and that's fucking, a smart move yeah it was great oh that's dumb it was real dumb. It's real dumb. But man, you could get it. I mean, and then before that, when I was a kid, it was just like, I downloaded hacks for my stick figure RPG game. Now I'm cheating online and I have the bazooka. It was, there was a lot of games. I mean, when you're a kid, you just cheated everything because you're a stupid idiot. I remember, well, I have vivid memories of when I was young. I used to play a ton of StarCraft, but it was too intimidating oh. for me. So I put in cheat codes. Oh. So I didn't actually play StarCraft legitimately until I was like, Mm, I'm gonna say like 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was all this weird stuff where I'm like, oh, is this what I'm supposed to do? When I was a kid, I was like, I make the invincible and I make one space marine mm -hmm. walk out and just for hours fucking shoot all these things until I won. And I'm oh. like, this game's easy. I, w I had this a similar thing with uh, 
oh, was it Tomb Raider for the PlayStation One? Yeah, yeah. Where I was like, it was Tomb Raider Three. I was like, I can't, I can't play the levels. I get into the level and there's a tiger and a dinosaur and I shit my pants. So what I do is I just play in the fucking mansion. And Me I just too. every kid did. You go to the mansion, you fuck with Jeeves. Or if you're like me and you're a pansy asshole, you go, Jeeves is really fucking I was scary. Say, Jeeves scared me. He's everywhere at once and he's terrifying. I had, I had this legitimate thing where my brother went to play Tomb Raider and I'm like, wow, so cool. And yeah. I would play around, do the like jumping around. And then I turned the corner and there he goes with his train movie. And that was one the first time I saw him, I got so scared I dropped the controller and I ran. <laughs> And then, so what I would do is every time I played that game, it was, which was just the mansion. Yeah. Every time I saw him, I would pause the game, run to my brother and go, he's there. <laughs> and if my brother was nice that day, he would like lock Jeeves in the freezer. There you go. If he wasn't, he would just move me to a different part oh. of the mansion. And he goes, he's gone. And then I would get surprised when he showed up again. I'm like, oh. oh, he's still there. See, I was the older brother. And what I had to do was lock Jeeves in the freezer. And there were a few times where it was like me and my sister playing and I'd go and I'd lock Jeeves in the freezer and then yeah. we'd go have fun, play with the guns, explore the mansion. And one time we did that and then I heard rattling and I was like, he's, he's near. <laughs> and I got scared and I'm looking around and I don't see him anywhere. And I was like, yep, yep. fuck. I go back to the freezer because I'm like, he's, is he in there? And I open the freezer and he wasn't there. And I just shut the game off. It, it felt like the first creepypasta ever to become real. I didn't want to die. I don't want Jeeves to come out of the TV, TV. and shake his stupid tray at me until I cried. I, bro, like, growing up, I have, because I played a bunch of, like, like, I, like, my console when I was growing up was the Sega Genesis. Yeah. So I knew a bunch of, like, 2D platformers and all that fun oh, stuff. Yeah. When I finally got a PlayStation 1, any game that had camera control scared me. Oh, so my my dad would buy me like hey hey here's a here's a game where it's a fox walking around dungeons and it's a kid game yeah. but because I had to manually control the camera terrified me yeah turn the corner guy there ah! and then I would turn the game off and I hated it yeah that so was like, the same with me that was the same with Tomb Raider I was like I don't know what's around every like, corner what what okay what was like what was your peak of like I can't do this because mine. I used to watch my brother play Resident Evil and Silent Hill, which don't mm -hmm. get me wrong, Jesus scared me. Christ, yeah. But um, there, there's a PlayStation One game called Nightmare Creatures. What? Which it's just all you do is you run around in like a dark gothic city and you beat up monsters. Mm -hmm. But that one specifically is super terrifying to me. Oh. Where like a couple weeks ago, I'm like, oh yeah, that game, and I looked up a YouTube video of it, and I'm like, oh, like there's a weird like there's a tiny piece of me that's like. Oh, this is scary. Oh, no. I don't like this. I gotta check that out. I The one moment I had is I used to watch my dad play video games a lot. Me yeah. and my sister would just, you know, spend the night watching yeah. my dad play like Neverwinter Nights or something. Yeah. And there was one game. I don't know what it is. He was playing it in third person and he was in a level where you're swimming. Yeah. And there's just a shit ton of sharks. And you're swimming third person and he had just outswam a couple of sharks and I was really excited. I was like, yeah, this is great. Because oh, I was already scared of sharks. Yeah. And no, then one of them got in between the third person camera yeah. and the character. And I screamed. And my, <laughs> and my sister lost her fucking mind. And my dad had to like pause everything and calm the kids down to yeah. be like, what the? Okay. I, it's not real. I have something similar where I used to play a lot of Dreamcast demo discs because they came with the official Hell Dreamcast yeah. magazine. Hell yeah. And one of the games I played a lot was the Echo the Dolphin Game what? for Dreamcast? That was a thing? Yeah, which well, it was like it was third person and it's like you could swim freely around the ocean. Yeah. And for them to get around boundaries, it was like, hey, there's like a little terrain, you like swim oh, around the ocean. No. And then the part where the border of the areas were, it was just a it was a sudden drop and it was a giant dark blue empty void. And I used to play around there. It's like, oh, I eat the fish. Ha ha, look, I poke this thing. Ha ha, I yeah. press button and he goes squeak squeak. And then I turned the corner and there was just this fucking large, dark, empty void. Oh. And I'm like, oh. And for and for ambiance and like atmosphere, there's silhouettes of other fishes and sharks way in the distance. Scared me. I used to sit there and stare at it and be like, I don't know what's up there. I don't want to know. Yeah. This day, anything that has underwater segments terrify me because of that. Oh, yeah. It's oh like there's God. something about it where I'm like, I don't like the sensation of being purely underwater no absolutely not i hate that too i subnautica changed that for me but before subnautica i, I hate it play subnautica you can i'm not kidding you i 
thought I couldn't play it, played it. I was like, I love this game. Dude, no, I see. Game. I did play it. And I'm like, this is fun. Yeah. And then the big Leviathan thing got me. Oh. And I pissed myself terrified. <laughs> and I'm like, I will never play this oh, game ever again. So good. Anytime I'm near the ship, I want to die. But once you're past the ship, it's like, oh, I can do anything. It's that, it's that big thing. It's, that, it's whatever that big Leviathan skeleton thing was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wrecked me and the worst is it didn't even pop out from the side and got me it was coming straight at me so i could see it coming Jesus, at me and I'm like, oh. no it had the jump scare which which i hate the most and love the most which is what is that thing oh i see it oh i still don't like it dude i had that i had that on cast a couple nights ago when i was playing oblivion i had never in my entire playthrough which was at that point like 24 hours yeah i'd never seen a troll it's just like a basic little thing yeah. And I'm running around in the woods, and then I just start hearing this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I turn around, and there's this fucking behemoth blur of, like, Bigfoot <laughs> yeah. for five frames, and the game crashes, and it goes straight to my desktop. And I was like, I was, I was haunted. <gasps> my game is haunted. Yeah, yeah, no, I hate that. I hate... I hate that, NK. This might be a very specific sensation, and I don't know if anyone else has this or if this is, like, my specific brand of stupid on-spectrum yeah. autism. But, like, whenever something, either in a movie or a game, mm. it has, it's a very specific feeling. If something is coming at the screen and I have the sensation of it's going to actually hit me, I have this weird, like, not tension, but I have yeah. a pain in the front of my forehead where it's oh. like, oh, like it's, it's weird. It's a specific thing where it's like, oh, something's coming right at. And it's, oh. and it's some, it has to be something really believable of something flying at me. Right. It's so specific. It is really specific. I don't you know talk what to is. a doctor. I don't know how to describe that feeling. <laughs> doctor, I play video games and watch movies. Sometimes when things come at me, it feel like it hit me. I hurt for real. Yeah, it's, it, I don't know what it is. It's, mm. There's very specific things in this world that will do that for me. Like, it's not like, oh, projectiles coming at me. It has to be something where it's like, like, I have to be convinced it's coming through the screen and it's going to smash right into me. Oh and it's like, oh. That's <laughs> fucking really weird. It's weird. I don't know what's wrong with me. You think it's a tonsil stone? <laughs> <laughs>